NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength, talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you joined us, Aaron Evernham on special assignment, so Ashley Strummy's in the house, how are you? I am fabulous, always good to chat sprint cars on a Tuesday, how Oh, I know, how about that, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, good stuff, that's for sure, and uh, yeah, away we go, we got the season yes. kicked off, and then we got Mother Nature. We Mother Nature, my <laughs> gosh. Her. And she's messing with all of our friends. We didn't talk about her last year, so now is, I don't know yeah, if this yeah, is her she redemption. Had her friend, she had her friend Rona. She had her friend Rona messing with us. Now Mother Nature, that old she, battle axe. She talked axes, about her a couple old, years ago, two yeah, years ago, Two years, years ago, ago, Mother Nature was the old battle axe we had yeah, to deal with. Yeah, now. she's back. Yeah, she's back. And um, she's brought her friend Rona. Oh, yeah. And she, yeah, she, she's, she's just. Like like we're sitting here. It's t- it's Tuesday at twelve oh one. We're gonna we're gonna talk to Tim Schaefer and Danny Dietrich, and we will get the Lincoln Speedway update from Danny Dietrich at twelve twenty six or whenever we get him on the line. Those of you watching and following along that aren't watching us live, make sure you check with your local racetrack. Yes. World of Outlaws right now it's eighteen degrees at where they're going and snowing and icing, and so um, just follow along with your follow along with your local racetrack. It's just here we go. And we'll have to see what happens. And it's crazy because, you know, you take the World of Outlaw schedule, right? Like, they tried to do it yeah, different this yeah, year. We're going to throw them did. in because look at two well, years ago. We were good for the next That year. rascal Pete Walton's been sitting down there in the southeast running. <laughs> we'll sit there March 15th. The Outlaws are out in the middle of California. They haven't ran a lick. The teams are all squawking because they're <laughs> all sitting right. in a row. All right. And Pete Walton's down there, 16th race of the year. So they're like, okay, if we can't beat them, join them. Let's run some races in the southeast. No. Getting clubbed. Oh, crazy. See. Again, right now, as of 12.02.32, they're still on. Well, my phone hasn't gone Right. On. So, uh, anyhow, let's get to it. Our Hepner Racing Products, uh, hot topics. Not a lot of racing this past weekend. The king of the 360s, the the uh, the uh, prelim nights ran. Danny Martin and Tim Schaefer won. Uh, we're going to have a listen and a look at uh, that that fin- uh, that run. It was a pretty good race there between Schaefer and uh Schaefer and, and Mark Smith. Um, Ashley, I really like this. World of Outlaws, of course, they have the uh, the Bristol weekend coming up April 23rd and 24th. 
Um, they've made it an invitational only. Um, I just think that there's, I think this is a wise move. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. <laughs> there are, listen, let's be honest. It's Bristol, It's right? Bristol, baby, and Everybody we all want to be there. Everybody wants to we be there. We all want to be there. But that doesn't mean we all belong there. We don't all should be there. <laughs> I I think. And I mean that oh, with, with the best of respect. intentions. No, right. with all due Absolutely. respect. So it's going to be an invitational. Um, and all of the, it's going to be who's who. We're not, yes. you know. And I, I think mean, that's going to make it great, too. Well, I think so, too. And they're paired up with the big block modifieds, the mud turtles. They are. In the world of outlaws with the UMP mods. Yeah, the, the late models with the yeah. UMP mods, which you guys are going up Yeah, there, right? we'll be there. Oh, Absolutely. Gosh. As long Bristol, as we get an baby. invite. It's, well, that's right. you got to get an invite. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm, I'm 99.9% sure we're getting one. So. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. 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 Wow. I know somebody that's on the invite list. Yes. 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 I probably know a lot of people who are not on the invite list. <laughs> Knowing my crowd, who I hang out with, I, most of mine most of mine are going to be hanging off the fence trying to buy a ticket to get into the grandstands. Um, so, um, yeah. So, it's Bristol, baby. And uh, and I do. I think that's, uh, I think that's good. And... Um, the fabulous Lincoln Speedway, as of 12 4 23 they're still on with the icebreaker, but aye, 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 Pennsylvania's getting clubbed. Yes. But they just signed an extension, though, flow racing through 2025. That's awesome. Fascinating times. It really is with the, um, we learned, I'm telling you, the pay-per-view uh, with our friend Rona, um, or not so much our friend Rona, the pay-per-view was amazing last year. Yeah, I would have. Only seen half the races I saw instead I of all of them. I know. I watched. I watched. I was. I was. I, I was talking about this before. I watched more California 360 racing than I ever have watched in my life. <laughs> I mean, I watched more Andy Forsberg races than his wife. I'm sure. I mean, I watch. I mean, I know more about. I don't know about that. Well, but... no, probably not that. Probably not that. Uh, <laughs> but I. I watched. I'll guarantee you last year I watched more Andy Forsberg races than I did in the 10-year history of Wing Nation. There you go. I'll guarantee you that. So, yeah. This our no, ten- it's been great. Yeah, it has. This is our 10th anniversary, too. Crazy. Crazy. 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. Oh, my gosh. It's been crazy. It really is. And, uh, and yeah, so um, hang in there with all the series, all the sanctions, all the all the all people, the weather, all the stay weather, warm, stay, stay warm, out of the snow, yeah. out of the rain. <laughs> Dial up floor dirt vision and stay <laughs> hopefully out. They'll hopefully, you'll see races. Something. Jeez, God, jeez, Louise. Go back and watch a replay. <laughs> I was so bummed Saturday night because I was so excited about East Bay. That's such a great racetrack. God, that's a great racetrack. And 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 now it's going away well, too. You know, okay. That's sad. I I was talking to I was talking to somebody that's been. I'm I'm not going to mention his name, but we all know him. He's been around forever in the sport, and he said. I believe it is going away, but we've been talking about East Bay going away for the last 12 years. So, I mean, but it does sound like it's going well, away. Oh, when I saw the interview with Chet. Yes, right, exactly. Pretty... That's that's a little bit more, yes. yeah, there's a little bit more, um, you know, but it's just, and but then I, I get done with the, uh, the Xfinity Series race at Daytona. I'm like, I'm going to go back to the hotel. I'm going to pop on Dirt Vision and watch all my 360 friends over there at the Ronald Laney Memorial. No, you're not. You're just going to uh, Mother Nature. Ugh. Of course, we had Mother Nature dealing with this with the Daytona 500. Right. Well, and Volusia, too. Yeah, Volusia you know, as well, yeah. That's the one thing we look forward to is when we go to Volusia, it's going to be warm. You get out of the rat race here in Yeah, in down Carolina. by the Gator Pond, down by the Gator Pond, sun yourself out there. That's by right. the, none, no of that. sun, none of that. Yeah, it's bundled up. Yeah. Yeah, I saw uh, David Gravel at his video of his first night, and he was like, oh, it's like 41 degrees. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh. And, you know, Florida's a different cold. It's a... 
Yeah, Miserable, oh, damp. I have wet, froze more cold. at Daytona and Volusia than any Ugh. tracks on the country. I have froze more there because you're right. It's a damp cold. Yeah. Oh man, it's bad. It's bad. So, well, there you have it. Our Hepner Racing products, hot topics. You know, Hepner Racing products. They do the mule conversion kits. The absolute number one pit utility vehicle in sprint car and midget racing is a custom mule conversion from HRP. It starts with a solid platform, dependable. Great-looking Kawasaki mule. It's customized and built to each customer's specifications. You've got options like a generator, air compressor, shock and radius rod racks, amazing toolboxes and drawers, LED lighting, walk-on roofs, yeah. and so much more. I was looking at those. I was looking at those down at Screven. It's like unreal. I mean, <laughs> I actually wonder if I couldn't buy one to move into. <laughs> I mean, no, they have every, the only thing is a little space for my, my scrawny little tight. body, yeah. a, little, a little tight, but every other accessory they have, they got it. Oh, it's crazy. So you can find out more at hrpracing.com. That's hrpracing.com. I, I mentioned this when we talked about East Bay. Okay. Um, the Friday night feature there was pretty good, but when you have Tim Schaefer and Mark Smith, Oh, you got a pretty good potential right you there. Betcha. So it was the king of the 360 weekend. It was the Friday night prelim night. Uh, Chet Christner with the call. It's our Drydeen Diesel Deftifying Move of the Week. And now for the Drydeen Deftifying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. Right, the 14B is running fourth on the field. As there's Schaefer to the inside again, free racing into three. Drives on through to the outside. Smith trying to cross him down. Let them come together. Mark Smith back on to the point. Tim Schaefer drops the nose, looks at the inside, the lap traffic. He'll drive back into the number one spot out, turn number two and down the back straightaway. That death-defying move was brought to you by Dry Dean Diesel All Death, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. Over the years, Drydeen has stood for uncompromised value and proven performance. Known as the hardest working brand in heavy-duty lubrication, Drydeen's heritage is made in America and made to last. Drydeen products work to increase the life and enhance the efficiency of your equipment in the toughest conditions. Learn more about Drydeen's products at drydean.com. From grassroots racing to NASCAR, Drydeen is a proud supporter of racing everywhere. Sage Fruit has been a longtime supporter of sprint car racing, sprint car fans, and us here at Wing Nation. What they pride themselves on most is providing shoppers with the highest quality, best-tasting apples, pears, and cherries available. Go to sagefruit.com and make sure you ask your local grocer for Sage Fruit. It is Wing Nation. Let's get right after it here. Okay, the uh, Hercules Tires uh, hotline mm-hmm. is where we're going. And uh, we had that little highlight clip from East Bay on Friday night. That's good stuff. Where our main man from Aliquippa. Aliquippa. The Steel City Ala put it on the field up there, and he joins us. Uh, Tim Schaefer's on the line. Hello, Tim. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Hey, how are you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Uh, it's always good to chat with you and always good to chat uh, with the wind, kicking the season off. Um, just tell us, first off, a little bit uh, – Got the rust knocked off. It looks like in pretty good shape. And, uh, and and getting one checked off early, how important is that for you as well, Tim, with the new deal? Uh, you know, it's very important. Um, yeah, it's so nice to have that right off the bat. Um, but, you know, with Mike Heffler and uh, Heath, Heath Moyle and Ricky Salisbury put together here, and it seems like we're taking off pretty good. Tim, how important is it with this new team 
that you guys are communicating and, and learning each other and, and what you want when it comes to your race car? Yeah, it's, you know, very important. And, uh, you know, with Heath, he's, uh, he's really paying attention to race car, but it's on a track, and it's easier to make me be able to communicate with him. Had you dealt with, known, I mean, everybody in the sprint car world seems to know everybody, but did you know, <laughs> did you know much about Heath before? Had you guys, uh, had you guys bellied up to a bar somewhere or got acquainted prior <laughs> to this on a, on a big time basis? Um, I met him, uh, basically on a road, one of the outlaws there in three yeah. years with uh, the 49 X and going out to California stuff. And, you know, as much downtime there is out there. Yeah. You know, we, I'm sure it's once or twice we did have a beer together, but, uh, you know, that was learning him, you know, meeting him there, knowing him a little bit, uh, you know, makes a big difference. No doubt. So I actually spoke with Keith after Volusia in Florida, and I just wanted to see what he had to say. Obviously, yeah. you're the two of you are, are still learning one another, and I was like, all right, so Heath, if there's one thing you can say about Tim Schaefer and what you've learned this far, what would it be? And he said that he absolutely loves the fact that you're willing to try anything he can throw the kitchen sink at it, and you'd be good with it because you might find something. Is that something you've always kind of had throughout your career, or is that something new? No, basically, yeah, that is something I've always been that way. Um, and I'm very open to learn. You know, I've been taught a couple of years now, and you're still always learning. You're going to learn every day, and it's when you think you know it all, it's when it's going to bite you in the butt. But, uh, but that's trying stuff, yeah, I mean, I think it's a very important um, we're not racing for points where you can, you can do it more. So, you know, um, I'm always looking for something out there and, you know, these tires have changed things around here in the last three, four years. And you, know, you can't do the things you used to do. I mean, it's just it's not the same. So you kind of relearning the, you know, the setups and what you can do and what you can't do. What has changed? I mean, without sharing all the company secrets or anything, <laughs> but what types of things are you talking about that have changed in the last three or four years? Well, it's mainly in the t- rear tires. Mm-hmm. You know, it's changed how they build the sidewalls. Um, so that changes up everything. We've uh, been very successful over the years. Um, it, you can't do the same things you used to do. Uh, it, uh, it's thrown a lot of guys for a loop, and uh, you know, it's who's figuring it out the best. But, you know, at the end of the day, the guys that figure it out, it's guys that have teams that been together for, you know, not months, but for years. Um, and when you got a great team, the same people around, you're going to learn things a lot quicker and and figure out what you really need each night. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you guys made the trip to Florida to kind of kick off things and knock the rust off, the bugs out, make sure everything's good. But what what is your season going to look like this year in the seventy two? Yeah, it's thing. Um, we're still down here in Florida, um, with the weather being so bad at home, or you know, like like snow's coming home. If you even get home, yeah. Um, so we're going to stay down and run uh, following weekend at Milton, and get a couple three sixty races. Uh, basically, be on our you know, head home that direction. So, um, but it looks like we can get back after that. You know, and our schedule basically had for the Lincoln opener, um, and that was the farthest we did anything. Um, seems like we could do a little bit of traveling. You know, we're going to be in you know, central Pennsylvania a lot. Um, and I think we're going to get thoughts around a little bit, do a little bit of traveling. Um, you hit, you know, a lot of your bigger races. Um, the, you know, our schedule, we haven't made, basically, when we get home, we get, got to sit down and see what uh, what works out for everybody.
Yeah, you mentioned that Pete Walton has races Saturday and Sunday down in Milton, down at Southern Raceway, and uh, all eyes are focused on that with the weather and the rest of the world, that is for sure. Tim Schaefer, our guest. Tim, you're a 53-year-old sprint car driver. Uh, you had a, 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 a really good run with a couple of different team owners, and then over the last year or two, you've been here and there and bouncing all over. The call, the opportunity to drive for Mike Hefner, um, man, I'll tell you what, there, there, there's not many better seats in sprint car world. How did that all come about? And uh, there's got to be a lot of, lot, lot, of, uh, lot of energy behind you guys. Yeah, it's pretty wild. You don't know, it happens overnight. Sometimes these things happen. You yeah. Blows, blows your mind, really. But uh, just BSing on the phone. Um, basically was talking to Cody Jacobs, called me up, said he was talking to Heath. He goes, hey, you need to call them guys. You know, like. You know, not thinking nothing of it, you know. And, um, yeah. They said I didn't the next day, and then he called me and said, hey, you need to call Mike. He's really interested in doing something with you. And I was just like, pretty surprised. And I called up Mike, and uh, they had a great talk for uh, you know a couple hours on the phone. And um, things just really hit it off after that, and here we are. Oh, my God. Absolutely. That's what I love about sprint car racing. And, and Tim, you can probably shed some light even, you know, over your entire career of how these deals just kind of just come together like this. Oh, you should call him or I'll call him or I'll give this guy a call. I mean, how many deals have you done in your lifetime like that? (laughs) Yeah, lots of them. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I never sat down and really thought about it. But, yeah, plenty, 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 plenty of them. Um, And a lot of times... They seem to work out better when they do have to play, you know. Um, kind of crazy, and no crowd real is crazy to start with. And you never know what to expect, and um, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm happy to be with the guys, and uh, things look great already. I mean, um, I say good usually, but they've been looking great. And I think it's because they're, I mean, he's really getting along and uh, communicating, and it, I just know, I just know it. That that's what it takes you know, to be successful down the road. Put yourself in position. You know, you're not going to win races all the time. But if you can put yourself in position and give yourself a chance, and you know, give yourself that opportunity, you're going to win some. But something always happens. Uh, you can put yourself in position seventy times out of seventy races, and maybe win nine of them. You know, and that's a, that'd be a good good season. Yeah, it is. It's it's a numbers game, that's for sure. It really, truly is. Uh, I read a story in Speed Sport. I think um, um, Kyle McFadden did the story, and he's, he does a great job writing there. And and you had talked about the opportunity you have at this point where you're at with all of your experience and the advantage of your experience, and you talked about staying healthy and, and, and working on that. Is it is it just staying healthy race shape-wise or – uh, at this stage, do you do you alter some of the, the 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 habits, the eating habits, or anything like that, or how do you how do you do that and and put yourself in the best spot, Tim? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm racing with youngsters anymore. I know, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, look at these kids. You know, and, and and I ride some uh, four wheelers the same shape, and you try to eat the best you can. Um, just you know, your health. Period. You know, at these when you get these get this. More of a seasoned driver, you can get uh, you can have health issues or whatever, you know. And it's just us to be able. I'm still good and healthy, and you know, and that's the main thing because then you can't perform, you know. So I feel like at the moment I'm I can give 110 percent. Tim, I love it. Seasoned driver, absolutely yeah. incredible. <laughs> Not a veteran, just a seasoned driver. Tim, yeah. with that being said, obviously your age. 
do you do you have a five or ten year plan or a year plan? I mean, do you do you know what you want out of this sprint car world? Yeah, you know, it's, I keep saying five years, and it keeps getting drug on longer and longer. Um, uh, you know, just uh, but my main thing is like stay healthy. I love this thing that love this sport does, and you know, I'm probably gonna be involved one way or another. But you know, I love driving, and that's all I've done like 38 years now. Um, you know, that if I can, if I can keep up and uh, be able to win and like I said, stay healthy and physical and all that, and, you know, I, I don't know, you know, that's a, that's a good question. I'm looking right now, I've got at least another five years in me, hopefully, if it allows me to do it. Are you at Captain Jack's? Are you part of that crew down at Captain Jack's? Yep. Getting here right now. Yeah. Oh, dear God. I bet you there's been no stories. I bet you there's been no, no stories or no beer drink down there, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they're on vodka. <laughs> they've, moved on, they've moved on from that months, weeks ago. Danny yeah, Smith. Beautiful, yeah. That, Danny Smith, actually, I went to East Bay last year for the All-Star Race, and Danny said, you ought to come over to Captain Jack's just to see the place. And I had to head back across the street, and I've regretted it ever since. That 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 there's no other thing in the world you can get like that camaraderie, is there, Tim? Like just hanging with the yeah. guys. Oh, it's awesome. You know, it's like a family. It's stronger than a family. Your family, and um, you know, <laughs> I think there's a look around. There's got to be ten or twelve teams here. Um, you know, and the, the cook and the food and the jokes and the stories, and um, it's just so neat. You know, to have that, be able to be here. You know, period. Um, and the weather's been outstanding. It's crazy. It's been in the eighties, seventy at night, maybe four during the day. Um, it's just um, the atmosphere is really awesome. Well, you're talking about the weather now. You're hacking people off all across the country because <laughs> you're the only place in the world getting that. But uh, uh, yeah. Tim, it's it's so cool. I, I was I was so happy when I read this news that you were you were you were going to run for Mike because that's such a good race car. And, and I love what you watching and wheeling a car. And I know maybe somewhere along the way we'll end up like we did at the Applebee's up in uh, up in uh, Chillicothe, Ohio, and have a few cold, frosty yeah. ones along the way, too. But um, I, I wish you the best on this. Can't wait to see you in victory lanes as you get out there and race. And uh, can't wait to chat to you more later on this season on Wing Nation. I uh, appreciate it a bunch. Thank you very much, guys. Um, it's always been a pleasure to talk to you. And hopefully there, I hope I get these opportunities some more. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks, Tim. All right, thank you. There we go. Tim Schaefer. That's that right there is one of a kind. <laughs> he is. I, yes. And and I say one of a kind, and that is one hundred percent complimentary. I mean, we were talking at MRN. Somebody somebody there there's a big prison in Chillicothe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And I think that's where Junior Johnson went. Okay. And someone said, um, Chillicothe, Ohio is where Junior Johnson went to get his education. To which I replied, I spent a night with Tim Shaper in an Applebee's parking lot in Chillicothe and got an education there myself in Chillicothe. <laughs> I mean, it's just, uh, Shafe is the, he's just, he, he's right real. there is who he is. He's, he's real. real. He's real. Uh, and he's pretty good behind the wheel of a race car. <laughs> and if they keep clicking like they are, yes. um, he's going to be a handful in central Pennsylvania. I agree. And he's looking for that. Do you believe this? He has not won at Port Royal. Really? Never won at Port Royal. I did not know that. He has never won at Port Hmm. Royal. So 
I think that might be the year to change. I think that might be a year to change, that's for sure. (laughs) We need to step away. Speaking of Pennsylvania, uh, batting down the hatches, Danny Dietrich, he joins us next. Just like racing components, aggressive hydraulics purpose builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications. They design and manufacture mobile-style, single-stage cylinders, as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with aggressive hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at AggressiveHydraulics.com. Sunoco is a proud partner of Wing Nation. Not all fuels are created equal, so fill up with Sunoco Ultratech. Sunoco Ultratech is a top-tier detergent gasoline that is proven to make your engine run cleaner, longer, and more efficiently. Using the same detergent package as what is blended into some of Sunoco's high-performance race fuels, you can trust Ultratech for your everyday race. Whether you're headed to the track or just hitting the road, fill up with Sunoco Ultratech and fuel your best. It is Wing Nation, and we are so glad that you have joined us. We are working right now behind the scenes to try to track down that rascal, Danny Dietrich. Surprise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah he's probably <laughs> wheeling and dealing something. Yeah, he's probably <laughs> selling something, you know. Batteries on daddy duty. Well, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Which in itself is kind of a little bit of a scary thought, isn't it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. I mean, Danny Dietrich, a father. Yep, yep. Wow. Poor Rachel. <laughs> Poor Rachel. You know, there's a saint right there. <laughs> she is, too. But, and the worst part of it is, is I think she knew what she was getting into. Yeah, absolutely. Because Danny don't hide it. It's not like he has this little this little uh, side hustle sprint car deal right. being Danny Dietrich. It's on Twitter all the time. All because, the time. yes. And so she signed up for this. She did, yes. But oh. she has a beautiful little baby boy, Elliot, now. There we go. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, what a cute kid. He is. Yeah. Really neat. So, uh, Danny was spending some time down south as well. Now he's back home. Yes. Who knows what he's doing. Yep. So Probably well, his best Volusia to date. That's why I want to talk to him. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was he had great a good down there. Run. Yes, he was. I mean, in the, in, in, the, uh, in the world of where he's been at down there. Yes. I mean, I've had, I think I've had twice since we've done Wing Nation where I've talked to him down there after he's expired about the third engine. And he <laughs> well, says, he still did that. Well, but... I know. But he says, <laughs> thankfully, never, it was early in the week. I'm never coming back again. <laughs> right. And to his credit, I mean, I understand. I understand putting a microphone in front of a ra- or, or chatting with a race car driver or putting a microphone in front of a race car driver at the end of a night. Yeah, is no. not you're, you know, I'm never coming back again. Oh, you said you're never. No, I, I get that. I understand <laughs> that because Danny just Danny is a, a great world class race car driver. When you have one of those places that you have all those bad experiences, that's the spot you want to conquer the most. And he made great progress down there. He really did phenomenal progress. Yes. So um, who knew a central PA boy could make quick time with the world of outlaws? He, he had some speed down there. <laughs> it was funny how Twitter kind of blew that up. Oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, here we go. He's off the porch. <laughs> well, I think what it bodes well for. Okay. One of our friends of the show has years and years ago was Greg Hodnett. And mm-hmm. one of the things I always liked about Greg is that we would talk to him before the first world of outlaw race in Pennsylvania. And it would be, how do you feel about, Posse speed versus outlaw speed. Yep. And Greg was always spot on with it. I think we're pretty good this year. And sure enough, he'd win one and Lance would win or Danny would win. They'd split or they'd go even. There were other years where he would say, we don't, we're down on Not speed. Today. And then, and then, and he'd go in and sure enough, I mean, Lance might sneak one out or Greg might sneak one out. Danny, Danny at that time at Lincoln was just on stun there. 
but you look at that Pennsylvania speed, and so that's what I'm curious about for him to have that speed of all places, Volusia. Right. I mean, you know, yes. that's where Big you, really, yeah, um, which is encouraging because this the, the way this sport works is even if 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 Danny has the speed of the outlaws, even if when they roll into Lincoln this week or next week and then Port and then Williams Grove, if he's the only one that has that speed, within three weeks' time, everyone will have that speed. Sure, absolutely. Because that's why the outlaws are so good. Yeah. Because Brad is pushing Logan and Logan's pushing Jacob and Jacob's pushing Sheldon and Sheldon's pushing David and Donnie's pushing them all and they're all, you get that speed by racing with that speed. Mm -hmm. So even if Danny is the only one, you, you know Lance is... It's just it's, it's Lance. It's Lance. Okay? <laughs> Let's be but you know if Danny comes into it, then you know that, that Freddie's gonna find that speed and you know uh Tim Schaefer's gonna find that speed in the Hefner car and you know uh, the madman, Gary Madsen's gonna find that speed yes. and and you know and and uh, Logan Wagner's gonna find that speed and it's just gonna keep on going. Dylan Sisney and it's just gonna keep on going. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what's so encouraging about Danny running so fast at Volusia. It's like Hopefully that translates back to Pennsylvania because, in complete honesty, the outlaws have gone in there the last year or two, and it's not been pretty. No. No, it has not. I mean, (laughs) so, you know, all-stars go in there, and they can hold their own with the all-stars. It's a, you know, there for a while, Reitzel uh, Reitzel was tearing them up, but Mm -hmm. now it's, it's, you know. Now that's changed. Now it's changed, too. And then last year was all Larson. I mean, it's ridiculous. He ruined everything. So um, you know, <laughs> he did but, so, in a good way. So yeah, but we'll so we'll see we'll see what the translation is on that. Right. And and that's what I was that you know beyond beyond success for Danny and Danny's one of our buds. We love Danny to death. But beyond success for Danny, I, my thought on all of that was, boy, I hope that that speed is there when the, he gets back and they and they get a bunch of races. That's the other thing. There were a couple of years there where the outlaws ran out in California and they were getting races in and, and Pennsylvania was a wash. And Greg told us, he said, we've raced six times. Right. They've raced 18 times. You know, I mean, how are we supposed to do this? So yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. And there. I think that's the beauty of going to Volusia is yes. to get those laps in before the season starts in Pennsylvania. So I agree. Absolutely. Great so, stuff. All learning. All process. learning. And he was, I've got to admit, David and I, my husband, we stopped and talked to him the one day yeah. we were up there. And it was kind of a different Danny as well. He was really focused He's on what focused. he was doing and what was going on. And they, the night that he ran bad, he told us that he tried to tie the car down on the left-hand side. Yeah. It didn't work out. Um, you know, so he's... He's learning and still trying things, but he's really trying to narrow down that wheelhouse to to make sure he's hitting his marks every night. He struggled at Screven. He struggled badly at Screven. But what I like about Danny is, in in in, you know, he just packed up his truck and got out of there. And I know you right. do. You, a race car driver does not want to be in a racetrack right. and watch an A main. <laughs> I mean, you know. And then when you struggle, you're like, okay, let's get this B main over. Let's get our stuff and go. But it's obvious that as he went to East Bay and it got rained out down there, it's obvious they didn't just go lick their wounds at the beach and, right. and everything. It's obvious that they sat down and said, what are we doing here? Yeah. Because when he came out at Volusia, he was good to better, to better, to better. Yes. And just kind of kept climbing. Yep. And so um, they're they're working hard. I know they are. That old uh, suitcase. suitcase. Jake, old suitcase Jake there working <laughs> on twisting the wrenches on that thing. Yeah. Uh. So cool stuff. Well, we have attempted. And we have failed to be able to catch up with Danny. But, too busy for us. Well, the thing of it is, is that he uh, he shared the show on his social right. media platforms and everything else. But maybe baby duty call. Maybe. Yeah. He's got to change a diaper. Yeah. <laughs> 
He went exactly. Hey, he's well, out to lunch. He's out. He's out to lunch. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If Mama calls, uh, I ain't talking to Ashley answer. and Steve. I'm not talking to Ashley and Steve. Mama calls. I'm uh, so uh, we will catch up. We will catch up with Danny Dietrich at some point throughout the season. If you uh, are interested in hearing from Danny Dietrich, he's on Twitter yes. on a regular basis. Yep. Um, he's, okay. Wait a minute. He's texting with Gregor now. Let me go on air here. Yeah. So he he's texting with me, and I said I texted him. Hey, man, trying to call, getting voicemail. He sent back a question mark. Are you calling? I said, yes. I'm going to try to call him again. What we have here <laughs> is live wow. radio. Oh, he just told me to call now. Here we go. Oh, okay. Stand by. All right. Stand by. Where's, who's buying lunch? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Where are we eating? Where are we this eating? Is the more important part. So, hey, stand by. This is, stand this by. Is We're waiting. Fun stuff right here. This is real stuff. Live right radio. Live radio. Live radio. So there you have it. On the booker. So, yep. It's going to be fun to see. It's going to be fascinating to guess, see. What guess what, guys? It went to voicemail. No. Oh, no, even better. It's Danny Dietrich on air now. We have <laughs> we have, we have, have the world famous. Are you kidding me? We're talking to the world famous Danny Dietrich now? <laughs> yeah, I suppose, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're so glad you could answer your phone. I was, I, was, I was told it was going to voicemail. I have no idea. I mean, I answered the phone when he called me, and it was in the same spot when he called me earlier. Yeah, no, I understand that. I had one. I had one this weekend hey. in Daytona. I had one this weekend in Daytona where someone called me three times, and I never saw anything. So it's I his, get it. it's ex- blame, his excuse. I just don't. blame the government. Blame the government. Blame, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need it. They're, they're they're impacting our freedom, right? Exactly, America. That's right. Yeah, where are you at lunch? What's for lunch today? Uh, I'm headed in town to go work on the car. Uh, I got some. Some little wing panel to uh, get signed, shipped down, um, get them out later in the week. It's a pretty busy week. We got a car to build for a customer and um, just trying to uh, trying to get caught up still since from Florida. And the icebreaker, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's probably, uh, I'd say here where I'm driving right now, there's about four inches of snow on the ground, maybe three. It's melting pretty quick today. It's supposed, it's supposed to be pretty warm next week. So I think next week there's a, there's a, Decent chance, maybe, but uh, I mean, it ain't gonna happen this week. It's, it's uh, I kind of hope it don't happen next week either. I want it to warm up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> so. Danny, you um, you and I've chatted before, and we talked about this while we were trying to get hooked up with you. You and I've chatted before. You have had a love hate relationship. Well, you've had more of a hate relationship with Volusia. I mean, you've you've been down there, and you've. Uh, in complete honesty, you've gotten your teeth kicked in and came back with, with, yeah, with, well, <laughs> not you per se, but you've come back with just parts and pieces from under the hood of the race cars. You went down there, and yet this year you keep persevering and you went down there. You have you didn't win your World of Outlaw race, I understand that, but you've got to feel pretty good about your efforts down at Volusia this year. Yeah, I mean, anybody that, I mean, you two have seen it firsthand and, and seen me in the pits in Florida, and there's been times where, we're drinking beer after time trials, you know, or yeah. after the heat. Yeah, Cause we just, that was our mentality. And since we'll go give it our all the first part of the night, but we're not going to waste our equipment on, on trying to uh, tag the rear of a day, you know? And, uh, the last two years we've, we've been able to get our program a lot better. Um, two years ago, we went down there and, and, uh, with Jake in 2019 and, and really learned, I think what we needed to pick up on, you know, we were going across scales heavy. We were experimenting with motors and, um, you know, like last year we went down there, we, we, we were lighter. Uh, we had, you know, our motors were really hitting hard. Um, and we didn't run a B main. You know, we made every show through a heat race. And we didn't make a single dash, but we made every A main through through the heat. So 
you know, this year our goal was to go, and if we could run top five, it'd be like a win, you know. And uh, you know, it, 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 we run we run top five twice and got a second and a fifth. So I mean, we we really feel accomplished here. Just how much we've picked up um, in the last two years, and and how serious we've really started to take it. You talk about that seriousness because it, it was quick times. It was heat race wins. It was dash races. And then you said the second finish, second place finish, obviously. Is it, there's a, you got to build that notebook, obviously. Yeah. But how much is changing that even though that notebook's been built three, four years, really portrays into what you're doing this year? How much of it is it just time and tension against what you're doing with your race car plus that notebook? Well, it's, it's it's a lot of notebook. I mean, notebooks have fuel settings and, and gearing and, and setup. And, I mean, it, I don't think I've changed my outlook when it comes to going to the track and want time trial well. You know, I mean, there was, we just didn't in the past, you know. Um, the thing about going to a place like Volusia or Knoxville or, or I'm going to assume that what we're doing now at Volusia would probably work pretty well at Eldora is we don't have them kind of tracks around here. And, um you know, I don't have a we don't have a big paid crew chief that's been on the road for years who who's seen everything. You know, uh, it's just me and Jake, and you know, I know what I know around here, and we can take that and go win races other places with it. But um, you know, Volusia, when you factor in the speed and the engines, and uh, you know how round it is. I mean, really, I mean, there's only there's a hundred foot of straight straightaway there. You know, that's it, and uh, we don't see that not with them kind of speed. So, you know, a lot of it is notebooks. A lot of it is is being able to hit the track with with and having speed and being a top ten car and or excuse me in warm ups so that way you can be a, a top ten car in time trials you're not fighting from behind. That's a that's a really good point because those whopping three laps of time tra- of practice <laughs> you you've got to come off the truck good. Danny, you've talked you just talked about uh, Jake and you talked about you know we don't have a high dollar crew chief that's been all over the country and and and, and that's a challenge. There's no doubt about it. But to me. Coming back year after year after year with that continuity with that same guy, at some point that's probably turned into an advantage at times and places too, has it? Well, absolutely. I mean, you got to think about, you know, like I said, the last three years, how much progress we've made. Yeah. You know, and, and we actually got in really good rhythm this year where he was just doing his thing and I was doing my thing. He tends to, to kind of look over the rear end adjustments when it comes to tires and uh, air pressure and stagger and, um, you know, possibly you know where the wing might need to be or or stuff like that and i kind of take care of the the chassis weight and uh you know we kind of just come together at the end of the at the end of um or thinking about stuff you know right before we go on the track we kind of discuss you know where we need to be you know and and we're, we're, we're this year we were really close you know we were really close a lot of times we didn't even have to talk you know we were we had that one night of experiment or i did he kind of did his he did his normal and i i kind of went and experimented and and uh, it really backfired. But, you know, that's the kind of stuff we did, you know, in the past. And that's the kind of stuff we have to do when we go out of the area at times is because just because we don't we're, – we're, uh, we're not a team that really gets to see a lot of these racetracks compared to, you know, the guys. When, we go, when you go to Volusia, you look at the field. And, uh, you know, I'm going to say 80% of them guys are going to leave Volusia and, and travel with the outlaws across the, the southern states, you know, whether it be Texas and Vegas. and um, you know, them, them guys are the traveling guys, you know, we're, we got one of the smaller trailers there and it's not small by any means, you know, but, yep. um, you know, we're, we're really proud to be able to go down there and run second and fifth against them guys. And, and, and it's a, 
win to us for sure. I love everything that you've just said because we obviously know the friendship you have with Jake and and how it's kind of flourished. But I want to play devil's advocate a little bit here with this because I know you as a driver. And is it frustrating or maybe disheartening to you at times knowing that you're against these big teams that you wish you had that guy that you could kind of, you know, be your crew chief and be the guy that's paid, that's been around the world with every sprint car there is to help you win races? Not at all. I mean, it's so rewarding when you can when you can take what what me and Jake know and and go beat them other guys. You know where, you know we come together and come up with a good setup and a good package for going somewhere. And um, you know when we when we can go to Bridgeport and beat the Outlaws in 2019, or we can go to Weedsport and beat the All Stars, or you know whatever it might be. I mean, there's there's so many different types of racetracks that when we do hit on something, it's so rewarding. You know, and uh, we don't have to worry about, um, you know, making somebody happy in a sense. You know, we're, we're happy just to work together uh, as, as best friends. And, and uh, you know, when we're, when we're done, we like to be able to drink a beer. And on Sundays, you know, we might sit around, uh, sit on the porch and drink a beer at my house or might go out for some drinks somewhere. And, and uh, that's just the kind of relationship we have. It's just so rewarding when, when two friends can, can do it without uh, all the knowledge in the world. It's, it's really it's really something else, really. That's that's fantastic. I mean, that's really really neat to neat and and and, and seeing you guys and the success is is so cool. Uh, finally, for you here, Danny. So one of the challenges that we see is just raw speed. And you win the pole with the World of Outlaws. You finish second. You finish fifth. As you now start to focus back on Pennsylvania, whether it's this week, next week, or the week after that, when Port and Williams Grove get going, do you feel? pretty comfortable that you have that outlaw type speed at least when you roll back into pennsylvania absolutely i mean uh you know i i think we had it last year we just had some hiccups we mm-hmm. um you know last year we had a lot of speed going into knoxville you know and and even though it wasn't the nationals we didn't make the two previous uh, the, the, the the i want to say the tune-up nights or whatever you want to qualifying nights we made the main event on on saturday which was the same as making this show on that, you know, at nationals, in my opinion, yep. um, you know, we had speed up till then. We, we, we had some, some motor issues in, in, um, July where we cooked a few motors down, blew a couple up for, I don't know why, just some, some dumb reasons. We couldn't figure out what happened to them, but, uh, we got really conservative with our motor package, in my opinion. And, and it, which showed when it come to time trials, some of the, some of the races in September where it's all month of money and, we just needed to get back to what we were doing beforehand. I needed to to get our setups where it needed to be because when you start struggling a little bit with your with your engine package, you start changing your car, thinking that there's something wrong. And and reality is, it's not. You know, our motor package is really good, but when you when you hurt a couple of motors like we did during Speed Week, and you know, you let that guy Kyle Larson win the Speed Week title, you know, <laughs> yeah. it it really makes you uh, it really sits you back because you know we, we're not there to run second and we feel like we were as competitive as and as fast as Kyle during speed week and it, it was kind of it, it really really you know I wouldn't say hurt our feelings but it just really really got us you know, that we couldn't compete like we were then and and, and then it just kind of evolved over the next few months after that no doubt Kyle Larson won a lot last yeah, year he, really for sure. he ruined a lot of stuff last <laughs> he year did. but hey real quick before we got to let you go probably the most important question you're going to be asked today I want to know how many diapers you've changed on little Elliot. <laughs> Emmett. Emmett. 
Emmett. Emmett. And I thought it was Elliot. Emmett. Emmett. Sorry. But I think uh, I think. But before we went to Florida, it was a lot. Since I've gotten back from Florida, it's probably been about three. So, uh, you know, she's she's really good. Uh, Rachel's really good with Emmett, and uh, she, you know, it's it's her pride and joy, and it's mine too. But you know, for her, it's way different, in my opinion. You know, so, um, you know, I struggle at times, just just you know, being a guy, I guess, and just. But Rachel's uh, really really good, and uh, takes a lot of pressure off of me. That's for sure. Been there, done that. I know what you're talking about with that. That's a challenge for sure. <laughs> Good God Almighty! Yeah. yeah, just wait till they go to college. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got some time before I got to worry about that. Yeah, before exactly. he wants well, to start racing yeah, sprint cars, you say you have time. You'll blink and it'll be here. And then they start meeting guys yeah, like you and I. It's like, <laughs> hey, actually, as long as it's not a modified, we're okay. UMP modified, we're okay. Wow. Right, right, right. Oh, there we go. Shot across the bow, Danny. Always a pleasure. We wish you the best. Yep. I know we'll talk to you throughout the course of the year, but we're glad we caught up with you here today. I appreciate it. Thank you. There we go. Danny Dietrich joining us here on the program on Wing Nation. For a year-round high-quality eating experience, look no further than sage fruit, apples, pears, and cherries. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. Sage fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. What started as Lionel and Chase Authentics Apparel Distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sandbass Artwork, and University of Racing Lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing and support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. And on orders over $20, use promo code MRN for free shipping. Check them out, CircleBDiecast.com. Let's take a look at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame uh, birthday calendar. Coming up later this week, Colby Scroggins, Myron Stevens, Tom Holden, Jim McElrath, uh, T.E. Pop Myers. Rick Ferkel has a birthday coming up. <laughs> Love Rick Ferkel. What a cool guy. The Ohio Traveler, Bobby Unser and Tony Wilman. Today, okay, this is what I love. This is, we love our drivers, and we love our mechanics. Today, we're going to talk about Gene Crucian. I, believe I, I, I don't believe I butchered his name. When I saw that on the calendar, I'm like, I hate to admit this, but I'm not familiar with him. <laughs> Well, I know why. Yes. Gene is a 2016 inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. He is a photographer. And nobody likes photography more than I do when it comes to a sprint car. And Gene's one of those guys. Mm -hmm. And this is what I love about the Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is he's one of those guys where I have probably seen hundreds of his photos. No idea. No idea. And... And that's what I love about the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. He got hooked on racing and photography at an early age. He got his first USAC credential in 1965. That's crazy. Uh, race at Terre Haute. Okay? Known for his on-track shots and his candids, and it evolved into pictorials. He actually was a part-time promoter, part-time team owner. He had big off-season winter movie parties. I mean, just an ambassador of the sport. In 2014, he decided to put a book together. It was called Fearless, and the thing sold out. That's awesome. So, yeah, it's it's it, our drivers, our owners, our our people are great, but there's got to be folks there to document it. Absolutely. And Gene is one of those guys that documented through his camera. Yes. 
And, and you know, that's before we really had film and absolutely. all these, you know, pull up your cell phone and just take a picture or take a video. Yeah. You know, this is how we, like you said, documented oh our God. history. And you'd get those pictures and see those pictures and it'd be like, and he did those pictorial books back in the 60s, late 60s and 70s. That's all you have. I, I'm a, I'm a, I was a, uh, when I was a little kid, I grew up in the Northeast, Gator Racing News. Yep. Gator Racing News, mm-hmm. got to get a Gator. Yep. I actually wrote for them for quite some time. Very good. Love the Patrick family. Wonderful people. Um, but every year they would put out, or about every other year they'd put out a yearbook. And it was from all of the racers around. I still have two of those yearbooks in my office. Oh, cool. And I'll leave through them on a regular basis. Uh-huh. When I was a kid, you want to talk about when that thing came in the mail? <laughs> Pages were wore out. Woo! Man, that thing came in the mail. It was Christmas morning, baby. So photographers, it's great. And Gene Christian is inducted in the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. And you need to go there and check him out. Also, while you're there, you can check this out. The Greg Hodnett Salute to Champion display. It's been held over. Greg gets a display there and the Rona hits. Right. And so they made the decision to hold them over. That's awesome. And so you can catch it now through October 1st. And it's eight actual cars that Greg raced, plus Greg's testing and engineering equipment, uniforms, helmets, and other memorabilia. You can find out more information at SprintCarHall.com or www.SprintCarStuff. So I have not one but two trips to Knoxville this year. Nice. Yeah, because I got the truck race with them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) Guess what's the day after the truck race? (laughs) USAC Corn Belt Classic and 410 Sprint Cars at Knoxville. I am going to. I'm I'm missing that plane on the ride back. Yeah, uh, yeah right. Exactly and you're right. going to go to the Hall of Fame and Hall share of Fame. some pictures of Greg. Yeah, got that stuff. Yeah, perfect. Go. It's fantastic. So great, great stuff. Man, I'm glad we caught up with Dietrich. Yeah, I know we had to chase him around a little bit, but Let's. I'm glad we caught up with him. That's what happens when you're famous. Yeah, absolutely. He's up there driving in four inches of snow, and Tim Schaefer's <laughs> down in 82 degree right? weather. Both PA boys. Both PA boys. One's winning, and well, they're both winning. So it's all good. <laughs> it is for sure. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. 